0: You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast.
1: You are always scum. Rebel Scum.
0: From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Just looking through the uh, uh, Google, like the search engines, Mm -hmm. and there's... uh, The Edmonton Journal, shout out to our our good friends in the warm city of Edmonton. It's warm there, I think.
1: Yeah, Oh, all the time.
0: All the time, warm. Uh, They have the Edmonton Journal says, Sci-Fi Horse Race, Picard, Doctor Who, or Star Wars. Who's in the lead? And I'm looking at this. And I haven't actually read this article, but uh, let's go on this adventure. And you know what? I wouldn't normally click on something like this, but because it's our good friends over in Edmonton, I'm going to. And Picard, I don't know if you've seen the new Picard show or not, Brock. I no. have not. I, I do like uh, Jean-Luc Picard and his Earl Grey hot, uh, his Energize and Make It So and all those fun things and number one and whatever. And I just hit I just hit an article here. Uh, so it's, it's all about who's in the lead and the question i have is when did this race (laughs) begin (laughs) because i was not made aware that there was a race on this whatsoever uh and the article kind of oh there's more avenue five hbo the least known and most original of our contestants the oh this is an actual like trivia the dark crystal age of resistance have you seen that one brock
1: yeah it's uh a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) doctor who like what
1: i haven't seen no i think i've seen that show yes i have and i've seen avenue five it's interesting i'm behind on hbo shows is this the show are we started <laughs> we've started
0: episode 158 uh the clone wars is on here so do you want to hear who they say wins this uh the race yes and this is because it's edmonton it's uh all this is all real this is, this is it. This is canon. What I'm about to say now. This lives on in Star Wars lore forever. The verdict? Tight race at the top, but Doctor Who wins right now, with Picard a close second, the Weird Avenue 5 closing in, as Dark Crystal Age of Resistance has been out a while. Special mention, so definitely check that out if you haven't. It's a golden age for nerd TV. See you in a month, sports fans. The Clone Wars, while it's on this list, doesn't even like... That and Picard aren't even mentioned. Oh, Picard's second, right? So it th- doesn't even get mentioned. Um, uh, yeah, so. Wow, they actually do not like this new season of Clone Wars at all. They say that it is poodoo. They say to quote Sebulba, poodoo. Uh, quotes for them knowing how to quote Sabalba. So I think, you know, they know what they're talking about. Uh yeah. let me I'll read quickly what the Edmonton Journal has to say about the Clone Wars. Cause I want right now I want everybody in the chat and the comments to really chime in here, especially if you're mm. from Edmonton. Uh oh man, and Star Wars was doing so well with the Mandalorian. I don't want to spend too much time trashing this. Cause Brock, I know you're all cut up with the Clone Wars and you've seen these, so I want yeah. your opinion on this. Uh Dave Filoni has made so much gold over the years, but the episode with the Bad Batch so it's only based on the first episode Bad batch. Clone Wars Clone Troopers was simply embarrassing return to its final season basically watch the recent Rick and Morty episode about how awful and cliched heist movies are and you'll be most of the and you'll be most of the way with me making a squad of troopers essentially smurfs with a single dominant feature the brooding sniper the annoying fact-rattling nerd, the roguish hotshot, and mentally challenged brute, just kept bringing me back to R2-D2 and C-3PO crossing the desert in 1977 and thinking, how the hell did we get to this complete garbage, and when will the Jawas pick it up? Fingers crossed. The Ahsoka story is better. Though, of course, low stakes as we know where she ends up. In the best parts of Rebels, a generation later, clashing lightsabers with her former master. So far, f- though.
1: Ugh. Rebuttal Brock (laughs) I mean these episodes are the ones that like They made years ago that they're finally gonna Be able to finish and yeah I guess Like the Bad Batch is like It's been done I mean the Scar Squad is almost basically the same thing But whatever like who cares it's also It's a 30 minute show so It's like you can't expect huge I like the second episode so Suck it I don't know
0: (laughs) So it sounds like the article Was written before the second episode dropped but uh, so okay wait so season seven of the clone wars is now i haven't seen the the most recent episode of it so i can't talk about it as of this recording by the time this goes up i probably have seen it but whatever we we live in the past not the future yeah if you were to grade these two episodes how would you grade them individually
1: I don't know. I I guess first one seven out of ten, second one eight out of ten. Seven, uh, the first one just being like, yeah, it's you kind of have to. It feels like an episode. It's yeah. slightly improved stuff, and there's new stuff, and and like uh, I think the Bad Batch isn't as exciting because all the trailers for the show was about them pretty well. So it's sort of like we've seen it. it's like okay, now show us more. So. And you kind of can't get that in a 30 minute show, even though, <laughs> I mean, Mandalorian, you can't compare it to because like Mandalorian is completely new and yeah. everything is new. You're like, hooray. Um, but the second one gets more in depth on things and starting to like link it more with the film and different aspects. Um, I To the point where I feel like I should rewatch it because I think I missed some details too because it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Uh, cool visuals, though. I don't know. Like, come on, man. Do you think it would have been do you think
0: it would have been to their advantage that unlike the Mandalorian where I think the weekly dropping a show weekly worked to their advantage, do you think it would have been worked more to their advantage for the Clone Wars to drop maybe the entire season all at once? Maybe I
1: don't know. I I think that's just an argument on your personal preference. I don't mind it. I like waiting for stuff. Uh I don't know. I enjoyed it. um
0: I love the. I love a uh, weekly view. I'm just thinking because this is season seven, and because, I mean, th- like realistically, you would think a portion of the audience, or probably a large portion, binged uh the first six seasons before this drop. Yeah. You know, people intro- and then
1: like, then like, you start watching, and you're like, I only get a little bit. It's like, yeah. Wow, I did, like, hundred and twenty episodes in a row. It's like, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. they are like, there should be more. There, there is right now. Relax. Or just wait what... How many episodes are going to be in 12. This There's season. 12 in this season. Yeah. just another 10 weeks, and you can watch it all in a row. All in a row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just
0: pretend it doesn't debut until June or whatever, and you're, yeah. you're good to go. For me, I, I like the weekly. I haven't caught up in this one. It's, I just i think I mean, this is I, I love clone wars and everything but it's just the i mean friday i had to get up really early for work so i even if it was like the mandalorian yep. when i watched it i wouldn't be able to watch until after um yep. i just uh i you know it's season seven and and we all know where it's going and it's really Try the much. last it's the last four episodes that are really going to intrigue us the most and, and really. Grab us the most because I mean, I've seen the schematics of these ones on YouTube in the past, you know, so I know where they're going and what they're about. Um, mm. But I'm excited, I'm glad that the show was saved, I'm glad that it's back, it has a, a huge following. Um, and now and they get to end it, you know, they get to end it the way it should end and, and lead into to Rebels and Mandalorian and, and, and Revenge of the Sith and all that stuff. So I'm very excited about that. Um, good on them, and I hope, but I hope, I hope the, the ratings are solid so that we get more animated star wars yeah. uh, in the future uh in this vein in the storytelling vein and i hope rebels is doing well on there as well
1: yeah i'm looking forward to watching rebels again i think i'm gonna do that before, even before the season seven is up but i'm gonna finish clone wars i be like oh yes i mean you gotta look at it this way like now that they're doing this after the fact of what happens in rebels like now they can link it more so i don't know it's uh i'm excited so screw you edmonton there he said (laughs) yeah you you know what it's
0: cold in edmonton
1: yeah you mentioned that a few times (laughs) yeah it's very far north (laughs) this is the rebel scum podcast where you bring we bring you hard-hitting opinions like Screw you, Edmonton. I am Brock. This is
0: James 158, episode 158. The second one this week, Brock. Two in the oh week. We're giving the people what they want. Me reading Dude. more articles from Edmonton websites. <laughs> that's I Look, that's been probably our number one criticism for the last three and a half years that we don't read enough articles from the Edmonton Journal. And we did it today. Do you know anybody in Edmonton? Like personally?
1: Uh, I know people in Red Deer. No, nope, that's not what I asked. Live in a small town called Bentley, which isn't too far. Red Deer would be like their main place to go shopping. I think most of my cousins are two of my cousins live, live in Red Deer, and then my other cousins live outside of that area. So that northern Alberta—I don't know if that's. Yeah, I guess that's northern Alberta. Wonderful province. Come to Canada and check it's it out. The wonderful pro- province of
0: Kansas. The the, Kansas, the wonderful <laughs> province. Uh, i've never been to calgary spoiler alert never been to calgary never been to a stampede never been to edmonton the city of champions in the 80s city of champions um, big ass <laughs> yeah with a big i've read books that take a place in the, the west edmonton mall but i've never actually <laughs> never been there so i know all about it. i feel like I i feel like i've been to edmonton not a huge Star Wars. It, I don't know. if you, Does the West M Jamal have a, a Star Wars uh, theme in it? Probably it doesn't. <laughs> That's what I would say. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. If you want to listen to us, just listen to us. And you don't have to look at this beautiful face. I'm looking at you, Brock. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, R-Hight Radio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and other things. Uh, so check us out there give us a rating give us a review uh, it helps us out a lot you can also support us over at patreon patreon.com slash rebel podcast where we do weekly shows and uh, stuff as well
1: and also check out our other channel rsbn detours where you get little snippets of oh
0: the I just hit you. my face I just hit my face with the, the mic de <laughs> That's gonna look awesome. Bro, I should make that in slow motion where I hit my face.
1: Yeah, and put it on RSBN
0: detours. RSBN detours. That's where you can watch short, short uh, clips on the on the stuff. So, uh, anyway, Bob Iger abruptly stepped down like the like the day before we posted live last week's episode. Bob Iger stepped down. Bob Chapek. Chapek?
1: I don't know. He stepped.
0: Either way, you got to be named Bob. There's yeah. certain things to run Disney now. You have to be named Bob, and to have a late night talk show, you have to be named Jimmy or James. So I'm yeah. in the wrong profession, Brock. I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Pro- and you just need to brew
1: beer. Yeah, I like. Uh, I think Bob Iger is. He should have pulled the wool over our eyes and just said, "And now we'll be taken over by a Robert Iger," and we're like, "Who's Robert Iger?" <laughs> That's
0: what Aaron's asking right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, Bob Iger said, like in, I think it was 2018 he was going to step down. Then I thought he was going to step down before this book came out, his, his, not, his, uh, his book, uh, which is a great read. Everyone should read it. And uh, he didn't, And uh, but he's still on until 2021 as executive chairman. So Bob Chapek actually reports to Iger still. So Iger's like the big kahuna of Disney still. Uh, so nothing's going to change. I know there's been a lot of people like, Oh my God, it's, he's going to fire Kathleen Kennedy. That's the first thing that's going to happen is Bob Chapek is going to fire Kathleen Kennedy and sell Marvel to Warner Brothers.
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. What
0: do you mean? <laughs> I read it somewhere on Reddit. It has to be real.
1: Get out of here. That no. makes no sense. No, I'm just it's joking. That's insane. a joke. Uh, uh, no, but look, I think believe- people are on the internet would say that shit of course
0: (laughs) i think i think people though are overreacting to everything right now this is the individual Mm -hmm. who oversaw the theme parks and what's a big part of the theme parks right now galaxy's edge marvel's coming in there as well with what's it called avenger time or something like that they're having like their own marvel avengers theme park attraction like chill he's not getting rid of your precious star wars just yet just yet Next week's a different story. Uh, but I don't think there's any cause of concern. Um, and re- look, realistically, the head of, of of Disney should not concern any of us.
1: No, I don't think so either. Because it's like, yeah, Bob Iger is the big boss man on top. but There's a million other people that make this stuff happen. Uh, but like his role in disney is huge like he took over for michael eisner yeah when abc i was looking stuff up earlier (laughs) i remember michael eisner being the guy for disney when i was a kid
0: oh yeah that was a renaissance
1: they made i think they made fun of him for sure on family guy but i feel like whatever anything was about disney it was about michael eisner so uh, yeah it's kind of cool that like there's these people that have been charged of disney are known right like yeah. it's obviously disney is a huge company especially today but like it's wild that we know these ceos like so yeah, i i don't know i'm pretty optimistic like there's a lot of good stuff that's happening it's uh, he, like bob eiger's created this like empire where it's like you kind of can't <laughs> so yeah like i don't Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I don't think they can, Disney as a whole can fail without Bob Higer. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think he's, he's, and
0: that's why I think he felt like it was the appropriate time to step down is that they acquired Fox and Disney Plus is off and running. (laughs) And I have a question for you about Disney Plus. I was talking to a friend about this the other day. The content on Disney Plus is it, because I think the back catalog is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but when I talk to a lot of people with kids the kids aren't into the old stuff they want the new stuff and there's not a lot of new content on there do you think that you know I mean this is going to change over time but in the grand scheme of things do you think a lot of people it's worth a lot of people's money to pay for Disney Plus
1: well I to say I don't spend any time with kids that watch Disney Plus so because um, like I feel like it's more tailored toward people like us where we're like oh yeah, we'll buy it for sure cuz we need this new content. Um I'm impressed with it but like thinking back now it's like how much stuff have I watched on it? Like right now I'm trying to watch all Clone Wars so that's taking a huge mm-hmm. chunk of time, right? Um but I haven't seen Toy Story 4 and it's on there so and I yeah. haven't seen Toy Story 3 so I'm going to at <laughs> some point. Um yeah i I just it's it's just easy for me it it, it to sell easy for me because it's star wars so i if i need that new content and like i don't buy the movies anymore i do digitally but like now that they're on these streaming sites why buy them at all yeah i mean uh but content wise I, i i think there's a lot of interesting stuff i think it's just there's a disconnect because i don't think everyone has disney plus right now because the problem is they're like wow well, i have netflix why do i need another yeah. streaming service if you're in canada you have crave why do i need another streaming streaming service if you have amazon why do i have i have prime why do i need another streaming service the states hulu like i mean this the deal that P- americans have with uh, disney plus with like espn and hulu yeah think it's huge that's a great move because i think that's what's going to implement it more into it and it's, it hasn't been a full year of disney plus It's only been a few months yeah i know people are like a little mad because some stuff came down around christmas time and it wasn't just like christmas movies it was like stuff like oh i want to watch that at some point uh, i don't know exactly where everything stands on that well I mean, all
0: you have to do I- is download it and you can still watch it
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you go. So if it's they just, remove something, but you download do it that on Netflix already, yeah. like, yeah, like, what do you want? We, until someone creates some kind of cloud storage where everything can be on the internet, you gotta have to keep in mind that, like, that to make more room for content, you have to get rid, rid of yeah. old stuff. Unfortunately,
0: and they don't have the rights to everything either because they did. They sold some of the streaming and some of the airing of some of these movies to other companies before they had yeah. their own streaming. So you have to keep that in mind as well. Solo, I think, is going to be on in July. Uh, yeah. Last Jedi is, uh, just got on a few like a month ago. Uh, yeah. So just uh, hold on to your pants. I I like to I look. I mostly watch Mandalorian and Darkwing Duck. This is what annoys me right now about Disney Plus, is that New Year's somebody came over and turned on my Disney Plus under my account. Rock. I wasn't yeah. very happy, and watched like an Ant-Man cartoon. I'm looking at you, Rob. An Ant-Man cartoon, The Simpsons, and something else that I would never watch. And now all of my recommendations are based on those three things that have been watched. I don't know, like once. And I'm like, all I watch is Darkwing. I just recommend more Darkwing dog and Quack Pack, and this is where I yeah. want to move on, and Gargoyles, and Mandalorian but instead it's like all focused on that i'm like oh my god and there's no option like netflix you can go into their website and like delete your recently watched so it stops right. coming up disney plus you can't do that yet uh i think disney plus just added a recently added feature to it which is helpful um look they're mm-hmm. coming up i'm excited for season two of the mandalorian i i, I hope this casting andor show happens
1: yeah because it
0: keeps her going into this turmoil Every time we hear about Castaneda, it's like, it's happening. It's not happening. It's not, it is happening. No, it's not. Maybe it is. Oh, it's shooting this year. Ah, we don't have scripts yet. It's like, why are you announcing this right now? This is, it's frustrating. And this is uh, the the way Disney is handling or Lucasfilm's handling Star Wars right now. It's just like they have these good ideas. It's like, Brock, you and I are like, you know what we should do? We should open a brewery. And you're like, yeah, let's open a brewery. I'm like, okay, we're going to open a brewery. And we have these ideas for a brewery. And we're like, well, we don't really know how to do it. So we need somebody that can help us. Okay. And we go over and we, and we, we get your friend, our, our friend, your roommate, Daryl. Like, Daryl, yeah. help us open a brewery. Okay. We're never going to open this brewery, but we all have this crazy idea. That's how how I feel. Every time they announce there's a Star Wars announcement, except for High Republic, that's how I feel. I'm like, they have these great ideas, but nobody to follow through with it because they don't have the one person that can make it happen. Like, you and I, we can like beer. We can actually want to open a brewery, but we don't know. We're not the people that can make that happen. Like, you need the brewmaster, and they don't seem to have that. And it's like, you know, now Ryan Johnson's off doing his Knives Out 2, and... Maybe it's J.D. Dillard. I don't know. Maybe it's Kevin Feige, but he's got his Marvel stuff going on. Who knows? So it's just these empty promises, but I hope the casting and thing happens because I think, look, I think Star like Marvel's getting, getting its act together with these streaming shows. Uh, this year, mm-hmm. WandaVision's coming out. And then I think right after that is A Winter Soldier and Falcon. And so they're coming. I think Star Wars has to just like show us what you're made of Mandalorian. was that a one-off are you going to keep having hits like that show me what you got
1: yeah hit me with your best shot Uh, i read that apparently they're calling obi-wan uh pilgrim right now that's like code word for it pilgrim um cool (laughs) but do you think there's a
0: there's a reason for that or is that just a name they picked
1: I don't know. Like I always, because like you know, Blue Harvest was that. Have yeah. To do with anything? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's fair. I do you think he's on a pilgrimage. Yeah.
1: I don't
0: know. I'm looking yeah. for it over
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I worked on a TV show, and it's a very popular, and it was like they called it uh, Sister Rising, and I don't like have no <laughs> idea.
0: <what laughs> well, it. Last Jedi was also space bears. Like they just pulled these names space out of their butts. And I saw people again, just like dinosaurs. We talked about that on the last episode, where people were like up in arms, like, "Why is it called Pilgrim? Like, <laughs> chill your butts is just a working title. Like, chill out."
1: Um, oh, but did you see though? Uh, in, in, in going back to Bob Iger and people's reaction, like the Disney stock fell like two percent. Well, I think that, that was inevitable. Yeah, I mean that's gonna happen anyways. Uh, outside of like <laughs> recently, how the Dow like took a yeah dive as of like uh, COVID nineteen, but we're not gonna talk about politics now. But yeah, that's just how the stock market works, right? Yeah, I guess- I, I just, Bob Iger. Like, I think I said this in like like last year at some point. It's like, why do I care about Bob Iger? And like, yeah, he he's monumental in what he made happen, but he's just the guy that signs the checks. And when you think about it he's not out there building stuff uh like
0: he signs or, off on it though actually actually he, actually, he, he he's in you. he says uh i think it was like in his book he mentions how every like tuesday or something he has a meeting with like foggy and marvel to discuss the next eight cool. years of marvel so he's in it all he, like he you know he's the one that approves everything. i think people forget that yeah. he's the one that approves it so if you didn't like the last shot if you didn't like the rise of skywalker and you want to fire Kathleen Kennedy, maybe you should be happy that Bob Iger stepped down.
1: Yeah. It's just like, yeah, he's putting the people in the right places. Yes. And he's looking at big picture, which is like something a company like Disney needs. Like, could you imagine like five, six years ago, like saying, oh, down the line, Disney's going to own almost every major, major film, whatever production house or whatever you want to call it. And by 2018, 2019, they're gonna own all the top movies, the top box office sellers. Like, it, it's wild too, because people forget that he he purchased Pixar. Pixar yeah. wasn't part of Disney, even though it was under sort of the Disney. Well, their their
0: contract with Disney had was coming up or just ended, and they were looking. Right. At, and I I think the rumor was they were going to go to like Paramount or something. Like Pixar was looking to. At- up with them and this is like uh here's a check for seven billion <laughs> and they're like oh
1: yeah okay. so it's like you had you know the top movies you know marvel and star wars and then also like bringing up the rear is always or, or sometimes i even like the third place one is a pixar film and then bringing up the rear is like whatever disney film they put yeah. out like i think it was like one year where it was like i guess last jedi uh infinity war toy story 3 i guess because i guess toy story 4 came out last year and then like jungle book (laughs) it's just like one two three four five done and it was all all owned by the same company like it's just like they're unstoppable it's in a a sense i guess i don't know so good yeah bob Iger, good work and Iger, (laughs)
0: like you know you look at the mcu you look at kevin feige and yeah. Feige was having a lot of, and the, like this, this article kind of came out recently where Feige wanted right away he wanted to get into um, Captain Marvel and Black Panther, like 2010 or 11 or something like that. And the and the one thing is he was having a Feige was having a lot of problems with uh, Pearlmutter at Marvel because that's who he reported to, and Iger's mm-hmm. the one that said Iger was the one that recognized Feige Feige's vision, and got rid of Perlmutter and had Feige report to Alan Horn instead Mm. he's like uh, Iger was instrumental in the MCU in you know maybe not the actual stories but understanding that the one who understands what's going on had a roadblock and he removed that roadblock and gave Feige the tools he needed to create the MCU and now look Captain Marvel and Black Panther 1 billion dollars for both of those they've reached like 3 billion combined or whatever like Mm. You know that wouldn't have been the case in 2011. I don't think they would have reached that, obviously, because the MCU wasn't the MCU yet. But they probably would have been hits. They would have. They would have been very different movies ultimately, but they would have been hits probably. And 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 Iger is one that recognized what he's doing. And and Galaxy's Edge too. Galaxy's Edge was going to be. This might actually upset people. It was going to be very original trilogy oriented. It's going to be all original trilogy. Then he saw the dailies for the Force Awakens and sequel trilogy. Yeah. Do it. And I think people are arguing, but I think to making its own thing. It in the end, it's going to make sense, and I think they're going to have the possibilities to expand and take you to other planets in the Star Wars universe that we know and love, uh, eventually down the road. Uh, but Iger had he he understands business more than anybody, and the entertainment business very well.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's wild. It's sort of like what. <laughs> it's it, it's it's dumbfounding to think about it because it's just like it's not just films it's like across so many mediums right yeah. he, they own marvel so they also own marvel comics yeah
0: and that's you know that's a big industry
1: and i'd argue they haven't like everyone was worried that like marvel comics are going to change because disney like they didn't like it's just it's the same as it was five years ago and what with, with new extra stuff you know like they brought star wars back so like without bob Iger. Marvel doesn't get Star Wars back and look at what we talk on a weekly basis about What this new comic book? you have to read this.
0: That's actually a a good point you brought up is the Marvel comics didn't change when Disney bought them. Pixar didn't change when Disney bought them. Marvel, I guess kind of did, but it didn't like the movies Marvel, the MCU, because it was kind of, you know, it was Paramount and Universal had the Hulk and and Iron Man. So they kind of like, but they're still kind of together in that. And then there's Star Wars, which everyone refers to it as Disney Star Wars. And everyone's like, well, it's not Disney Star Wars. It's Lucasfilm. So I was like, it's still a Star Wars. And, and when you brought that up, it's like, did Star Wars change? And I think the answer is yes, but I think there was no choice for it to change. Because right. if Disney had bought Star Wars during the prequel trilogy, does the prequel trilogy, like if they bought them halfway through Attack of the Clones, does that trilogy change? Or does it still feel like they're on the same path? And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like, I guess what happened was Lucas was kind of like, you know, shoo-shooed, poo-pooed to the side, poo-dooed to the side. Mm-hmm. And then they let uh, Abrams and Bad Robot come in and kind of do it their thing. And yeah. I guess that's the only difference there. But I think it's still, I mean, Rogue One, Solo, Mandalorian, that's Star Wars to the core. You, can't, you can argue yeah. what you want about the sequel trilogy, but those three, Star Wars to the core.
1: Yeah. I agree,
0: and and the books are Star Wars as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild. So it's like to retire and be like, "Yeah, here you go." Yeah, as you (laughs) were.
0: Could you just imagine? (sighs) Just fire Kathleen Kennedy. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Never tell me the odds.
1: Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by our Patreons, wonderful people i'd like to support what
0: patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast
1: yeah check it out on patreon and our patrons are executive producer heidi Feder, barry brophy dennis allen mary Kristen athon jeff wilson aaron quinton al Schuler, phil stanforth janet rubio Rich- rachel alford austin sure scott d andy higgins josh price mason hope
0: Matt oh, W. Farm boy. <laughs> Matt W. Rez, rural farm boy. Uh, Brock, you just wanted to say rural farm boy because he didn't think you would ever rural. say his name. Rural. Frank Perkins, Sooner, Thron, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Charlie Skywalker, Gleek, Play One, Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Charlotte, Mariah Weekland, Jericho Kane. Girls with Sabres, still don't know what color Sabre they would get. Uh, I'm going to ask them now. I'm just going to tweet at them. We'll get an answer right of this. And, of course... The Den of Nerds.
1: Den of Nerds.
0: I'm actually going on uh, right now. We're recording this before people see it. Uh, Patreon mm-hmm. uh, will be watching this much earlier. Uh, so where's Girl with Sabres? Girls with Sabres are uh, right here. Hey, what color light? I'm spelling color the Canadian way. The British way with a U. Say, the you
1: British way. Have? The it's the American way that's the my American favorite. way Sam
0: the Eagle from oh, that's Muppets Christmas my favorite part of that movie. oh it's so good the British way uh, it's a great movie the though.
1: American way
0: <laughs> did you watch it on Disney plus they cut out the song the the one uh, song the yeah and I, people were complaining and I said we used that's to fast forward kind of thing, that thing though I used to fast forward
1: that part <laughs> huh that's not thing. New thing though, like I, I feel like they've been cutting that song out on and off. It wasn't years, so you
0: know it wasn't I mean? in the theatrical version, but it was on the DVD and VHS right. release. Right. Yeah, and right. so my whole childhood growing up, I fast forwarded that's uh, No offense to the song, but I fast forwarded that song. That's been like mm-hmm. my family. My dad will, you know, my dad. He would not sit through that song at all. He's like, Pff. like he liked. I think he liked Rise of Skywalker until they kiss, and he goes, "Worst movie ever," and he threw it out the window he's like rogue one and i love rogue one they all die and no one kissed so i didn't have a choice i wasn't allowed to play that song thank you all patreon for your support uh it's awesome to see uh patreon.com slash rebel podcast uh girls Sabres have not got back to me but it says they've read the tweet so we'll see uh first off the odds of an alien main protagonist in a future star wars movie gotta be a movie not a book not a comic in a movie
1: Maybe. Okay, uh, that's not it. that's not man. That's not how the game works. I haven't done this in a long, so I'm going to go full brock.
0: You say you haven't done it in a while, but every week you give a full brock.
1: No. Last no. okay, episode
0: 157 you oh. didn't give a full brock, but the week before you did. Uh, hey. I'm going 65.972%. Uh bring it. I think we're ready for it. I think it's time to give us one. I think some people yeah. were uh When Din Jaren looked like um, Pedro Pascal, they're like, oh! I'm like, well, yeah, we saw him as a child. (laughs) He was not going to be an alien. I think we're ready for it, so bring uh, that one. Odd Number two, the odds of a Gungan appearing in The Mandalorian Season 2.
1: I want to say... 75%, because I feel like this season's going to have them hopping planet to planet, trying to figure out who... Kevin is that's what baby Yoda is in my head. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I can see them going to a boo because I want to,
0: why not? Full Brock, I'm gonna rip you off, and then of they own. go.
1: It's perfect because like there's frogs there, and that's what baby Yoda likes to and eat. And
0: he buddy. just eats Jar Jar, and that's Jar Jar's death. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be by baby Yoda. I'm gonna go full Brock. Uh, they mentioned Gungans in season one you know what I I just I don't think they're going to but I would love it because I love Gungans but I got to go full Brock Uh, Mm -hmm. it is I think it's a ballsy move to bring Gungans back and I think Mm -hmm. if their confidence is up they'll be like let's just do it they got away with life day (laughs) they got away with with the mythosaur with the blurgs do it Mm -hmm. Uh, and our final odd today the odds of did you read this I didn't even write his name The odds of Darth Bane appearing or mentioned in the High Republic.
1: Is he canon? He's canon. He's in Clone Wars. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to go 65%. Because we have all these names that we have been tossing around from uh, legends. Just throw it in there.
0: When they have Sith Empire on the whiteboard, it kind of gets my... Like I said, I think that's something that they didn't follow through with. It was one of the ideas that they kind of went against. Because also on there is High Republic is on there as well, right? So it seems like not everything on that is playing out. And some stuff they picked, some they didn't. Uh, I'm going to go 61.598723849% on it. Um, I would love that. Uh, But again you want to make high republic its own thing maybe you don't worry about stuff like that maybe you don't worry about the past so much uh if you're not going to worry about the future don't worry about the past too much make it make it take place in the present its own present yeah. and i'd be okay with that so i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna think it's a possibility um but it's not the highest of plus plaz- abilities for me those are our odds let us know what your odds are down in the comments below we love hearing from you we love seeing them uh, I'm just looking for the hollow news. How did I miss the hollow news graphic hollow news. Da 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 hollow news.
1: Brock. Hi. Read them and weep. Holo news, the news you need to know right now. Las Vegas has a star Wars exhibit coming up. I believe in later in March. Where is the date on here? open in march that's it that's all the info i have but it's going to be an interactive immersive star wars exhibit on the las vegas strip dubbed fans strike back it will be located inside immersion vegas at the fashion show mall on the boulevard Uh, it was created by fans for the fans of the galaxy's most popular movie saga according to ems entertainment it will take guests on a journey from the resistance to the dark side while displaying hundreds of unique collectible sculptures, life-size figures, lightsabers, blasters, and more. Uh, it's going to be unlike anything we've seen before. There will be a 16-foot Jabba the Hutt, engaging video inst- installations, a 26-foot pod racer, a recreation of... A re- recreation, a recreation of an Imperial I class Star Destroyer's main bridge and legendary characters including Chewbacca, Yoda, R2D2, C3PO, Darth Vader, and more. Uh when it opens in March, <laughs> it will be open Monday through Saturday from ten a.m. to nine p.m. And on Sundays from eleven a.m. to seven p.m. Uh tickets will be twenty-nine US dollars and fifteen dollars. For children 11 and under, so check it out. I would love to go, but I live in Canada, so I will go to something more closer. Uh, the Toronto Lightsaber Club has opened recently, uh, part of uh, a company called Archers Arena, where you can do that battle archery. You can go in, and it's a 10,000 square foot combat archery arena at Dufferin and Shepard. If you're if you know anything about Toronto. And offering the activity of anyone interested in dueling with lightsabers. Um, the sabers at at Archer's Arena are made of polycarbonate material, which makes them extremely sturdy. They light up with an LED lights inside, and are equipped with electric rumble on contact, so it'll feel like you're actually having a lightsaber fight. Uh, the it is an hour long battle at the arena, which costs thirty five dollars per person or group packages starting at $250 for eight people, and the more people you add, the cheaper it becomes for everyone. So check that out if you're in Toronto. That sounds like fun, knocking plastic swords together. Uh, And in the rumor mill, Mandalorian apparently reported by, uh, where do I put it here? Star Wars Newsnet, James Mangold and Robert Rodriguez have been have been rumored to have directed sequences for an episode of Mandalorian Season 2, with Rodriguez's contribution being called as great. No official statement uh, from Lucasfilm as of officially, but with the people we had last season, anybody could direct, I suppose. And they did a great job, so having those two directors come in would be great. Uh, It has also been confirmed that Bryce Dallas Howard will direct another episode in season two and i think we have reported as well different ways during the weeks star wars new news net also says that there are big guest stars rumored for season two and this has been your hollow news i've unplugged something i don't know (laughs) well i still (laughs) see you and hear you it's the power for my laptop it's fine all right we should get to top five then all right then top
0: five Uh, that's the top five music top five highlights from the Bob Iger era of Star Wars (laughs) top five highlights from the Bob Iger era of Star Wars by the way side Akbar did you hear about Spielberg uh, leaving Indiana Jones 5 and possibly James Mangold stepping in
1: yeah, I was trying to work that in somehow. It's like, eh, it's not really Star Wars, but like, it's kind it's of. Not.
0: But a but uh, Mangold to a Mandalorian and this, it's uh, intriguing to say the least. That yeah. He's getting this. Uh, and he did a, like, I really like the Wolverine and Logan. Uh, Girl Interrupted, yeah. he did. I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari yet, but he's a, like, he's a really good director. And if you can get him in on Star Wars at all, yeah. sure, Robert Rodriguez, I don't even have to talk about, like, I think. I think Robert Rodriguez in that sandbox is kind of exciting because like yeah, his grindhouse yeah. uh, Planet Terror was I don't know why I'm comparing Planet, <laughs> Planet Terror to what I'm going to like that cheesy like he understands uh, yeah. genre he loves playing in genre and I think
1: and he can definitely do a gunfight so
0: and he, and he can make a movie for no money yeah so uh yeah I just that's exciting it's all exciting Star Wars top five moments from the
1: Iger yeah. era number five baby Yoda Oh I almost put that on there but I was, I was gonna like, put the
0: thing. whole Mandalorian like Disney plus streaming Mandalorian yeah. that's really what it is but baby Yoda is the thing that came in and kind of captured our hearts so I'm gonna go baby Yoda
1: My number five is gonna take on the trolls hiring Kathleen Kennedy I think it's I don't know if he directly he, hired he, he, hired he, he her, didn't she
0: was been. hired
1: hiring is it.
0: She was already there. It was uh that's a that but was a not purchase
1: it from Lucasfilm. She doesn't become in charge of Lucasfilm, so number five. Suck it. She does a good job.
0: Uh number four, Star Wars Rebels. Mm. Look, they canceled Clone Wars. Everybody was everybody was ticked off. Hashtag save clone wars and all that stuff. Everything was happening. Everybody wanted uh to to burn the house of mouse down and then rebels came and right away it was like oh it's so round it looks like a kid's cartoon well it's a disney show on They're disney brilliant. xd so it is and it ended up being uh one of my parts of my all-time favorite star wars is i mean look Kane and jarrus is in rise of skywalker even if that was just to throw in for fanfare who cares uh, it's such an integral part now, especially with the dark appearing in Mandalorian and Ahsoka, grow, Ahsoka's character growing the bendu, uh, Hera, nice. uh, Chopper, Sabine. Everything going on in there is just so awesome. Thrawn the, the showed ret- up there. Thrawn. What was that?
1: The Return of Thrawn.
0: Yeah, Thrawn. It was just such a highlight for me as a Star Wars fan, and, and I looked forward to that weekly Maul appearing and dying. And great Star Wars there. Brocky number four.
1: My number four is the creation of Galaxy's Edge, making everyone want to go to Star Wars at the Disney Parks. Boom! I know it's Bob Chapek, but again, <laughs> he said you should make this.
0: You should absolutely make it. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I think uh, I don't. I only have four listed, Brock. This is the
1: problem that <laughs> I'm. I'm coming
0: to right now. Is I thought I had five. <laughs> But my math was way it off. It
1: basically just becomes repeats. It's like, he bought this, and then he bought that, and then he bought this. <laughs> I'm,
0: try- I'm trying to think of what ha- uh Let's go with – is it cheap just to say bring him back Clone Wars? Like, it brought it back? Is it
1: cheap? Well, you can do whatever you want.
0: I'm trying to think of what a good number three would be. Yeah, let's just go with bringing back Clone Wars. Hear, you know what? Hearing with the fans. like, Because when you come in and get something, you want to make it your own. But then as time goes on, you have to understand and appreciate the fans. And bringing Clone Wars back is actually, I think, a big, a big aspect of understanding your fan
1: base. Yeah.
0: That's called a cop-out answer.
1: <laughs> My number three is purchasing Marvel Comics so then we could get Star Wars comics. Ah, yet again. well played. Or whatever. Working it all together. I, don't, I can't remember the order of all how it happened.
0: Uh, My number two is Galaxy's Edge, huge endeavor, big part of the parks, and that's gonna keep Star Wars in the mainstream for years and years to come. Even when there's no movies or TV shows or anything happening, you can always visit Star Wars Land.
1: Yeah, my number two is the creation of Disney Plus. One and I think it's there's a lot of other streaming services, but like Disney throwing their gauntlet down in taking away their content from like uh, other streaming services to make their own it's just like it's a um, real shake-up and we're only we've only seen the first couple of months I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be huge what it's gonna change the landscape of how we watch television or stream television or however you want it to call it now so yeah Disney plus
0: my number one it's not my favorite of them but it was uh, a great moment and it brought Star Wars back and it was the force awakens
1: oh okay what were you gonna say mine was similar it's like the purchase of Lucasfilm. oh yeah i <laughs> guess
0: that would be well this
1: you can't really make anything else without it it's not exciting either but like i had to put it number one because you're like well My, mine, like mine were based
0: off, off after that happening that's why
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, might the... like Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens. My, robot. but my
0: for the reason why it's Force Awakens and I don't have any of the other movies on there, even if, like I said, the Force Awakens is to be completely honest, nobody get mad at me. You can like what you like. It's my least yeah. favorite of the Disney era Star Wars movies. Yeah. But the reason why it's there, my number one, it's, uh, it shows up all the time. It's just Star Wars was back. It felt like Star Wars, and it was just a, an amazing moment in time where we went, you know, we bought tickets early, we went to the theater. It was just one of those moments where you're like everything felt great about that experience um and and that's why it's there that's why yeah. i have it there and then he bought star wars yeah
1: so kudos to bob We salute you you know his
0: chapter's over, over but uh the story continues yeah the that's saga it. the saga continues it will end the, the Iger. Yeah. the eiger saga has come to an end right after the skywalker saga right after he saved clone wars I wonder who's call Clone Wars was to be honest. I wonder who's like we need to bring this back. We've lost we've lost the 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 Clone Wars fans. We need them back. I wonder who made that decision.
1: <laughs> Feloni's like, "Hey, I've been doing your other stuff. Can we finish my projects?"
0: <laughs> you know what? A part of me feels like Feloni wasn't not disrespected, but he wasn't appreciated. Yeah. when they first kind of all got together. And I think as time goes on, they've seen this yeah. wealth of knowledge that he has. And I think, you know, some of the people that were a little bit more appreciated over there were backing him a lot also. I think there was a lot of backing on Filoni. And I think we're seeing the, the fruits of that right now. Yeah. Uh, this is wow. episode 158 episodes. I got to let everybody know that you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Brockify, all that stuff. Brockify is Brock's new (laughs) streaming podcast site. Because how many podcasts do you listen
1: to? Oh, God, like 10 or so. I think I have a new podcast every day sort of thing.
0: Sounds like it. Aaron listens to a lot, too, but hers are all, I'll come home from work and she's like, The murder weapon was on the floor. I'm like, every time, I'm like, you need to listen to something fun. (laughs) It's just like, it's it's all that. You listen to like more movie-based and like comedy-based, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to listen to people talk.
0: I think a lot of people do. They're fun on car rides, they'll say that. And while you're cleaning your dorm room, kitchen, bedroom, car, road trips, you can find us in all those places. You can download us and you can watch us, of course. On YouTube, I'm James. He's Brock uh thanks so much for for watching for listening to supporting us here uh and on patreon patreon.com slash scum podcast uh we'll talk to you next week with episode 159 and until then brock i've got one thing to say to you yep you were always scum
1: rebel scum
0: hey scumbags thanks for watching don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.